I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello and welcome to this edition of Get Connected with God's servant and prophet to the nations, Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Today's topic is the mystery of prayer and you will be tremendously blessed. Here is Bishop Ajala. You know, prayer is a mystery and I want you to know that. But there is something about prayer that makes prayer a mystery. And that is nobody really understands the full extent of prayer, but it's something we must do. I want to read first from James chapter 4, um, verses 2 and 3. It says, you do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you walk, you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on pleasure. So the reason we don't get some of the things we pray for was because our prayer, the Bible says, sometimes is selfish. So, mm. so the question again is, why does God tell us to pray? Why will he tell us to pray if he already knows everything? Somebody even asked me, he said, why did God put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden? If he knew that Adam and Eve would eat it, why did he put it there? Mm. Now, my answer was and is, God knew they would do it. He made a provision for them even before they sinned. The Bible says, Behold the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the world. So God already made a way out for them. But the question is, does God answer our prayers? Are there some prayer that God say, I don't want to answer that, maybe, hold on, whatever. So this makes prayer a mystery. However, no matter how mysterious prayer may sound, Prayer is the greatest fringe benefit of being a Christian. The reason is that because of prayer, we have access to God. We can go to God's presence boldly. You know, yes. in my opinion, prayer is the privilege of all Christians. It's the greatest privilege that we have. And... Uh, um what I want to share with you today are just my own conviction about prayer. I want to share with you, prayer is a mystery, but I want you to understand this. For me personally, I have some few things I want to share. The first one is this. Well, before I go to that one, before I go to that one, let me remind our listeners, our audience, prayer is a privilege that God has given to us here on earth. We won't have that privilege in heaven because in heaven there will be no prayer. 
there will be no reason for us to pray. As soon as we get to heaven, it turns to worship. So mm -hmm. remember the song, Sweet Hour of Prayer. Yes. May I thy consolation share till from Mount Pisgah lofty height I view my home and take my flight. This robe of flesh I'll drop and rise to seize the everlasting prize and shout while passing through the air, farewell, farewell, sweet hour of prayer. This song was written by William Walford, a blind man, you know, and, and he wrote it. Do you have sweet hour of prayer? Do you have a time that you have dedicated as your hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer? Because there will be no praying in heaven. Prayer is our most wonderful privilege that we have here on earth, whereby living on earth, we can touch heaven. Prayer can make God change his mind. There was the man by the name Moses. Moses prayed, and Bible says, and God changed his mind. Another, another, another translation says, God repented. Can you imagine God repenting? Now, the word repent means change of mind. And even our own also is change of the way you think. When they say repent, it only means change the way you think. Yes. So God repented. God changed Change his mind. Yes. He changed the way he was thinking to do to these people. You know, um, I want to share with you some of my own personal things that I've discovered with prayer and is validated by the scripture. The first things I know for sure that prayer is, number one is Jesus told us to pray and never to give up. So if you are listening to me, you've been praying, you are watching this program, you've been praying, but things have not yet happened. I have discovered that the greatest encouragement to pray and keep on praying is when Jesus spoke it in Luke chapter 18, verse 1. And, and, and he says, he told his disciples they should always pray and not give up. It's so easy to give up in the world that we are today. Yes. Especially mm -hmm. when we are, uh, we are given various options. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I remember somebody said, do you want a cup of tea? I said, yes. And then, then the person said, do you want the lemon tea, this tea? And she mentioned <laughs> so many. And I said, I want uh, uh, bergamot. And then went on to say, do you want caffeinated or decaffeinated? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, caffeinated. And then he says, do you want full cup or half cup? I said, is enough. Just be you see, we are in a war where there are so many yes. options. options. And when you have too many options, prayer become an option extra instead of being the real deal. And then we now make prayer an afterthought. Whereas prayer is the breath of a regenerated believer. Anyone that is born again, prayer should be our default, not our leftover thought. It's not an afterthought. It's a, it's a default. And, and prayer is caught and taught. You catch it and you learn it. In other words, you practice the art of praying 
until praying becomes part of you naturally. You see, a carnal man or a carnal Christian or a natural person will not pray. The prayer will not be their default. They will cry, they will bellyache, they will talk, mm -hmm. but the last thing that will come to their mind <laughs> is to pray. That's right. And when they pray a little bit and things don't happen, they give up. Oh, I have been praying, Bishop. How long have you, you don't understand? I've been praying since yesterday. You know, Abraham prayed and waited on the Lord for 25 years. 25 years. Think about that. God showed up when he was 75 and appeared to him when he was 75. He didn't have Isaac until he was 99. Mm -hmm. Sarah was not pregnant until he was 99. So which means if Sarah was pregnant when he was 99, Isaac was born when he was about 100 years of age. And then by the time he was 120, God said, go and sacrifice Isaac for me. Can you imagine what that is? To wait. No wonder the Bible says those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their yes. strength. Prayer renew our strength. I have discovered in my life that I will keep praying until I hear a definite no from God. Sometimes it may not even make sense. But simply because you have not received the answer does not mean God is not going to answer you. If you keep praying in the gospel of Luke chapter 18, the Bible tells us of Jesus speaking of a persistent widow. This widow went to this judge. This judge does, did not believe in God. He didn't care about anything. But this woman would go to her, him every day and he would say, Advent for me, my adversaries. Give me justice from my oppressors. And, and the judge would just look at her as a get out of town. And this woman would come back again. And one day this, the judge, the, the unjust judge, mm -hmm. the ungodly judge said, if I don't listen to this woman, she will wear me out. Let me just do it so she would shut up. And Jesus said, if an ungodly person could listen, think about God. He will answer you speedily. So I've learned that you never give up simply because you have not gotten your result. The second thing I also realized for me is that prayer makes a huge difference in the way I feel after I finish praying. I may feel burdened, low on energy, sad, confused, you know. But as soon as I enter that time of prayer, after a while, there is a knowing. In knowing that all is well. Right. And sometimes you have to pray long. Most of the time we have not even yet been able to break through from worry when we stop praying. You know, you just started. And as you are, I don't know about you. When I first started the art of praying, I'll be praying and I'm thinking this, that, this, that while I'm praying. It takes a long time for you to quiet your soul. It takes a longer time to yes. quiet your emotion, your soul, your imagination. Because as soon as you close your eyes, especially if you are going through some challenge, maybe you are fighting with somebody or you have a, a, an exam coming or an interview coming, whatever. That's where your mind will go to. Yes. And most of the time I've discovered we think too much about the problem that we have no time left thinking about the solution. So you are mm -hmm. thinking about, simply because you think about the problem does not bring the solution. 
You have to learn in the time of prayer to focus on the God that brings the solution so he can speak to you. So I pray, I pray, and then all of a sudden this peace will just come. There will be a knowing that God has answered that all shall be well. Another thing I discovered when about prayer time is that I discovered that prayer can be work and not fun sometimes. So if you want to be somebody that knows how to pray and can pray well, you've got to find a way to make prayer fun. You've got to make sure you make prayer fun. You know, people see the way I do things. And I've seen many people that know the, they hang around me. Some of them misunderstood the fact that because I can make a very difficult situation to look more of a fun. That they will say, oh, if I they can do it, the bishop can do it, I can do it too. It is until they start it, then they realize. So there are a lot of headache in this. Yeah, because I've learned to make everywhere I am full of fun. I said this as a philosophy of my life. In every journey from point A to point B, there are a lot of obstacles, bombs, and so on. I can complain through the journey, or I can enjoy the journey. I choose to enjoy the ride. I mm. will enjoy the ride. You know, and, and the same thing with prayer. When I'm praying, I'm looking for the ways to make the prayer more of fun. So I look forward to it. You know, yes. you know, so, so, so prayer can be fun, you know, and, uh, but, but, but don't, don't get carried away. It's work. That's why we sometimes don't, don't, don't default into prayer. This is what Colossians said. Colossians chapter 4, verse 12. Epaphras, who is one of you, a bond servant of Christ, greets you always laboring fervently for you in prayers. Mm. He was laboring in prayer because prayer is labor. You know, sometimes you pray and you are sweating. You pray, you are sweating. You know, I, I, I once every three months, once every other month, maximum three months, myself and my brother, prayer partner, we go on prayer and we will pray nonstop for 16 hours. Nonstop, nothing, 16 wow. hours straight. Wow. By the time we are done, you are tired. You are tired. But I discovered something, brothers and sisters. The first three hours is the sluggish part. As mm -hmm. soon as we are able to break through the flesh, the carnality, we don't want to stop. We just keep praying. This one will raise another prayer point. And okay, let's take a break. Let me raise one more prayer point. Now I have this as I pray. I remember mm -hmm. this. And, and then we realize we've started from 8 a.m. It's already 12 midnight. It's already, uh, wow. And then we say, okay, let's go sleep. You know, because the following day we wake up again and pray and, and pray some more. Yes. But we create fun out of it. Make fun out of it so you can pray longer. I'll be right back after this. Thank you so much, Bishop. This, you can never exhaust this topic of the mystery of prayer. What a blessing it has been. And I know you want to hear more, and there is more to come after these announcements. If you are in need of food, or you know someone who is in need of food, join us for our free food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. We are located at 13. 
1891 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, give us a call at 720-859-1737. Join us for Oil Change on Friday, March 25th at 7 p.m. Come and receive your miracle. You can download our app, A Day Ajala Ministries app, on the Google Play and Apple iOS stores. Watch us on YouTube at A Day Ajala Ministries. Please like and subscribe to our channel to receive notifications. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Bishop Aday Ajala and connect with us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Aday Ajala and Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Welcome back to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Aday Ajala. The topic of the hour is the mystery of prayer. Bishop, you have just literally uh, amazed me today with what sharing all of the different qualities and characteristics and really what prayer is. But there were some key things that you shared. You said, Bishop, that prayer is an art. Yes. Can you expound on that? You see, um, prayer is an art and it's also because there is no gift of prayer. Uh-huh. There is okay. no gift of prayer. There is no place in the scripture where the Bible says, and some have the gift of prayer. So where do we get that from? Well, because I've heard that before. Oh, there's none. If you, if you look at, if you look at first Corinthians, you know, chapter 15, where, uh, uh, he's talking, uh, I mean, about, you know, um, the gift of the spirit, there is no gift of prayer. I mean, mm-hmm. let, let, let me just look at it here. In, um, in, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 to 10, mm-hmm. verses 28 to 31, it talks about the gift of the Holy Spirit, and you will never find prayer as one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Gift. Even when you look at motivational gifts in Romans chapter 12, motivational gift in Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8, there is no gift of prayer lifted, listed there. There is none. Now, even if you go to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, that talk about the fruit of the Spirit, you see, where you look at the gift of the Spirit, mm-hmm. the motivational gift, or the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 to 23, not a single place you will find the Bible uh, recorded it that prayer is a gift. It's not a gift. It's a discipline. It's a discipline. Okay. The discipline of prayer. You yes. is an art of discipline. You you discipline yourself. The Bible talks about. I love this about Jesus. Um, this, this wonderful Jesus that that we 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 serve. Jesus is an embodiment of prayer. In the morning, he get up to pray. In the afternoon, he pray. Many many times, he goes to pray. The Bible will say, early in the morning, Jesus get up and he will go and pray. He tells his disciples, go ahead to the other side and he stay behind and pray. The Bible tells us that all night, another time he prayed all night. So prayer is actually a discipline. You know, he who loves sleep too much cannot love prayer. 
Can I say it mm -hmm. again? He who loves to sleep too much cannot love prayer. Because prayer will cost you your sleep many times. For me, I personally prefer to pray very early in the morning. And I can pray in the evening before I go to bed. But most of my prayer in the evening, and I'm not trying to form a theology here. This is for me. Most of my prayer in the evening are always prayer of thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. And I will list what God has done for me for the day. It's always prayer of thanksgiving. In the morning is petition and supplication. As I'm leaving the house, an intercession. Sometimes he will wake me up in the middle of the night, and mostly it's always intercession. Pray for this, pray for that, pray. But prayer is a discipline. If you cannot discipline yourself in the art of prayer, it will be very difficult for God to use you in an extraordinary way. I was told by a statistics that an average pastor in this country pray for five minutes. Five minutes. And we can talk for one hour. Now, mm. imagine if we change it around and we pray for one hour, hour and we talk for five minutes. We will get more results yes. than talking for one hour and praying for five minutes. Because of our lack of prayer, even in the church, we have resorted to using entertainment to bring people to church. Yes. Not because even the preacher thinks anything will change in their life. Because if you think every, you want th things to move in their life, you want God to supernaturally move in their life, you won't sell them entertainment. You will give them the word of God. You will teach them how to pray. That is why I say kingdom connection, our secret is prayer. You see, that's why we fast every month. That's why we have prayer meetings all the time, fasting on Monday morning. Because without prayer, how are you going to make it? The Bible says Jesus prayed. Now watch this. Jesus is God. Now think about that. Jesus is God. So yes. if God needs to pray to God so God can succeed on earth, who am I to say I can just make oh, wow. prayer an extra or an option extra? I have to pray to make it. I have to pray. Why? Because through my prayer, I'm able to enter into the heart of God. You see, God will step in when I begin to pray. So I've discovered that if we will pray, now, even in Old Testament, Jesus, I mean, God was speaking to them in Old Testament. He says, if my people who mm -hmm. are called by my name, we humble themselves and, and pray. pray. So one of the reasons we don't pray is pride. Pride. And you might say, oh, I'm not prideful. You are prideful when you think you can manage your life yourself. I can't. I'm not the one who created my life. So how do I know I can do a better job than the one who created it. That's pride. That's presumption. Yes. So I take everything to God in prayer. No wonder that song says, are you weary? Are you heavy laden? Mm -hmm. Tell it to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus. It's a friend that you have. No other friend like Jesus. Talk to Jesus. You see, we are easy, it's easy for me to talk to my friend, to talk to my deeds, but to talk to God, 
Sometimes I feel people think God is too busy. Don't let me bother him. God is never too busy to hear your voice. He wants you to talk to him. He wants to hear your voice in the morning, in the afternoon, yes. in the evening, yes. in the night. David said, early in the morning, you will hear my voice. He said, at noonday, I will talk to you. In the evening, I will, my voice will be heard. And Jesus, in the middle of the night, he will go and pray. Why? Because as you pray, you get energy of heaven deposited into your spirit. And you can confront the power of darkness through prayer. Let me pray with you before we go. I have just a few seconds left. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my brothers, my sisters, and all those who are listening to me all around the world. That, Lord, in the name of Jesus, everything they have prayed for, there will be an answer for them. You will bless them with peace. You will bless the one that is sick with healing, and you will cause your favor to rest upon, of, or, upon us. We pray for Ukraine in the name of Jesus, that you will bring peace to Ukraine, and you will cause the enemy of Ukraine to push back in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let them hear a voice yeah. and make them abandon killing innocent people in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.